after a labor ministry committee proposed raising the minimum wage by 200 NT a month to 24K, industry leaders are asking for tax cuts and other government support to soften the impact from the potential hike. At a meeting on Wednesday, the industry leader said the wage hike translates to some billion, three billion NT in additional overhead. President Tsai, who was invited to speak at the meeting, heard their recommendations and touted her administration's third round of economic bailouts. President Tsai made an appearance at the San San Fei or the Third Wednesday Club. At the start of the meeting, she mentioned she proposed minimum wage increases for next year and said she hoped everyone would come together to overcome current challenges. Though at first the wage hike prompted backlash from many businesses, most said they were able to accept it. Though the corporate sector as a whole will have to raise costs by about 3 billion NT for labor insurance, health insurance, etc. I think that companies will always want to take care of its workers. We kept hoping that the adjustment would happen after the pandemic. But since it's been set, and we don't want the antagonism between labor and management to worsen, we can agree to it being implemented in this way. But we hope the government can have supporting measures as it increases the minimum wage. Business leaders called on the government to form supporting measures. Some leaders called for reducing the profit-seeking enterprise income tax to 17 percent. Others called for the government to waive the 5 percent undistributed earnings tax and to pass its third bailout package as soon as possible. Corporate heads also suggested separate minimum wages for domestic and foreign workers to reduce the impact of the pandemic and wage increase. If the government wants a fourth bailout, the government should start preparing. With the pandemic still spreading, Third Wednesday Club chairman Rock Xu said he wasn't optimistic about the economy in the fourth quarter. He said the government needs to start preparing a fourth round of bailouts. The industry group also called on the government to save the economy with another round of consumption vouchers, this time worth 5,000 NT. From an enterprise's perspective, of course I want another round to be issued, but we have to see whether the government has the budget for it. The three-to-one vouchers seem quite good. They stimulated the economy a great deal, and now other countries are using the program as a reference. In her meeting with the industry heads, President Tsai heard a range of recommendations from the business community. She emphasized that the third round of bailouts would provide additional funding of 210 billion NT. She added that her team was working to realize 6 trillion NT in expanded investment. In a three-pronged approach, her government will drive consumption, private investment and public investment to revitalize the economy, she said. Non-Taiwanese minors who are stuck outside the country can now apply to return for the new school year. Since the outbreak of COVID, about 2,500 foreign minors have been blocked from entering Taiwan, where they had been enrolled in school. On Wednesday, the CECC and the Ministry of Education announced that foreign minors up to grade 12 will be allowed back just in time for the fall semester. This policy does include minors who are Chinese citizens. According to the government statistics, there are about 2,000 stranded Chinese minors, 11 from Hong Kong and about 1,000 each from Vietnam and Indonesia. Health Minister Chen Shizhong is facing a public backlash after ordering a probe into Zhanghua's Public Health Bureau. Zhanghua health officials are believed to have violated the central government's protocols for administering COVID tests.
Last week, the Zhanghua Authority tested a youth who did not report any symptoms of COVID-19. That test turned out positive. The health minister then ordered an investigation into the local health bureau over why it devi deviated from the official guidelines. Our first reaction was that perhaps there was a loophole in the safety net. If there are loopholes, that's a problem for a quarantine system. The Central Epidemic Command Center has to be able to have a full grasp of the situation. The probe from the government ethics agency is not a criminal investigation. I don't want this issue to be turned into political fodder. Physicians have spoken out against Chen's probe, saying that catching a COVID case was not grounds for punishment. Chen said the probe was not a punishment, but a way to get more information about the case. He emphasized that asymptomatic carriers have a very small viral load and pose little risk to others. Intelligent Asia opened on Wednesday, the largest international expo to be held in Taiwan since the pandemic began. Thousands of visitors are expected to, de to descend on Nangang Exhibition Center to check out the innovations displayed. At the launch, Vice President Lai Qingde spoke about the recent sales of China-based Taiwanese factories to Chinese rivals, calling on industry to embrace the smart revolution. This machine revolves on the spot and occasionally sprays the air with disinfectant. It's a disease prevention robot, a highlight of the expo. Intelligent Asia launched at Nangang Exhibition Center on Wednesday, and the pandemic is still a big focus. As UVC walks along, it is disinfecting the venue. The spray on the top has various application domains in different locations. Basically, if we fill it with disinfectant or ionized water, then it serves to disinfect the space. The launch ceremony was attended by Vice President Lai and Economics Minister Wang Meihua. Recently, there have been high-profile cases of Taiwanese firms planning to sell factories to Chinese competitors, including Western sale of Apple assembly lines to Luxshare. A large phone body manufacturer, Catcher Technology, intends to sell plants in China's Taizhou to Lens Technology, pulling out of the Apple production chain. Lai commented directly on the impending sale. Catcher makes phone bodies. They sold 40% of their shares in China. Why? So they can turn toward 5G and artificial intelligence and robots. We must adopt the correct strategic position. Lai called on Taiwan's tech industry to reposition themselves like Katcha on the smart bandwagon. As the U.S.-China trade war turns into a tech war and the pandemic shakes up global markets, it's important for Taiwan to grab its opportunity, he said. 5G services have been rolled out in Taiwan, marking the start of a new era of tech innovation. On August 12, 40 industry leaders gathered at a Taipei summit to explore what this new era holds for Taiwan. For Mosa News reporter Stephanie Yang has the details. Industry experts gather on stage to discuss the latest applications of 5G and new business opportunities after the epidemic. This is the fifth annual What's Next 5G Summit. Transport Minister Ling Jialong was one of the keynote speakers at the summit. He said the Transport Ministry has completed the first phase of 5G spectrum release for commercial use. The next step is to set up 5G test sites, including airports, ports and tourist centers. In addition, the ministry is already making preparations for 6G. B5G 
Now, it may seem to be too soon to talk about 5G or 6G, but if you look at the past, it takes about 15 years to complete 3G. 4G is mostly 12 years, 5G is 8 years, and according to international estimates, 6G will probably be less than 8 years. Axel Lindbergh, the executive director of the German Industry and Commerce Taiwan, spoke about the key areas of German-Taiwan collaboration in the 5G era. Taiwan and Germany have both established their first 5G networks and certainly will be excellent partners for future development of smart manufacturing, smart cities and autonomous driving technologies and devices. And we organize a Taiwan-German Smart City Summit on September 29th. Liu Sitai, the head of Qualcomm's business in Taiwan and Southeast Asia, addressed opportunities in developing the millimeter wave spectrum of 5G. He believes that Taiwan, due to its wealth of OEM and ODM technology and talent, is suited to become a strategic hub for the millimeter wave spectrum. The millimeter wave spectrum of 5G can support stable transmission speed and cover a wider range. The real breakthroughs of 5G will come under the impact of millimeter waves. To usher in the era of 5G and other technologies, industry leaders explored ways to advance Taiwan's 5G industry and create new business opportunities in the post-coronavirus world. For most of the news, Stephanie Yang, Taishan Yu in Taipei. The performance group Youth Theatre debuted an original production last Thursday to commemorate the one-year anniversary of a fire that destroyed its rehearsal space. The new work titled Conversation with Heaven is a thank you from the group to the people who have supported its recovery. There's no obstacle that can keep us from creating. We just carry on. That's how it goes. We are striving to cut a new path of survival for a performance group. At this point in time, every sector of the economy has its own anxieties. Performance groups and artists have to stop to think about what the next path will be. Ravaged by a fire and the pandemic, youth theatre has had its fair share of challenges. The troupe's founder is encouraging the public to come to their shows and witness youth theatre rise from the ashes. The Holong Cape of Good Hope in Miaoli affords outstanding ocean views over the Taiwan Strait. Each year, the Cape is visited by some 300,000 visitors who snarl traffic and strain local infrastructure. To improve the visitor experience, the area's township office has built a new parking lot. Plans are in the works to widen the roads to allow easier access to this must-see attraction. This viewing platform atop a hill on the coast of Holong affords spectacular views of the sea. Online, it's hailed as an unrivaled lookout point. But on weekends and national holidays, the narrow road leading to the site entrance clogs up with long lines of cars. Some cars park outside the tourist area, meaning visitors have to walk for more than 10 minutes to reach the lookout point. The path to the site has seen better years, with parts of it languishing in disrepair. It's enough to spoil the holiday. To resolve the parking situation, the local government has built a new car park at the site. It's now open to the public. The new and improved parking situation has given tourism a boost. According to a local vendor, holiday visitor volume has jumped since the opening of the car park. The local township office is also working on securing funds to fix up the tourist infrastructure. 
widening the road is more urgent. If small cars and coach buses could travel in both directions smoothly, there wouldn't be gridlock in the area. The township office is also planning to create a marketplace so that visitors can enjoy local snacks while taking in the majestic views.